Warriors. The War Years episodes are part of the series In the Shadow of the Abbey. They recount the real challenges of life in Bisson Village following World War I, 1918-1924, and are sourced primarily from the local parish reports which were published each May, reflecting on the events of the past year. They covered all aspects of life on the Bisson estate. These were written by the Reverend Farrer, who was the vicar of All Saints Bisson from 1899 to 1924. Episode 3, May 1920, Peace Day Celebrations. Change in the church, visit by the bishop, peace day festivities in the rain, design of the war memorial is unveiled and bananas for the school treat. Writing in May 1920 and reflecting on the past 12 months. I spoke last year of the noble way in which the men of Bissom answered the call of their country and the service also of the women, the hardest perhaps of all being that of those whose duty it was to stand and wait. The strain fell on all in various degrees, and now we have all to do our part in building up. The present is a difficult and anxious time for us all. The waves of the storm, which raised for four years, cannot be expected to subside in a moment, or in a year, perhaps not in many years. Our business, however, is to bear one another's burdens and to go forward. The main events of the year took place in the summer of 1919. However, Reverend Farrer notes that the past year has been a memorable one for the Church, including the separation of the Church of Wales from the Church of England. He was clearly not happy about this, but I won't go into the politics of that here. The passing of the Church of England Assembly Act in December 1919 was a significant event for the Church of England as the established church. It added representation for ordinary people to the chambers of bishops and clergy and enabled the church to present legislation to Parliament. As specified by the Act, an electoral roll of the congregation was duly made for Bissom. As many as 278 names were enrolled, 125 men and 153 women, thanks to the energy of our helpers. The meeting for the purpose of electing a church council for the parish was not largely attended. The initial parish church council, PCC, was elected. Some of the names may be familiar. Mr W Alloway, Mr Jerrams, Mrs Brown, Mr H A Jones, Mrs Cook, Mrs Kelly, Mr W Ellis, Mr Harry Payne, Mrs W Farrer, Mrs H Randall, Mrs Harding, Mr Gilbert Shaw, Mr. F. Harding, Lady Van Neil, Miss Van Neil, and the sidesmen, Mr. G. Harding, Mr. W. G. Jones and Mr. Albert Payne. It is not surprising that the same village names reoccur in positions of responsibility. Reverend Farrer comments that at that time the powers of the council were largely undefined, but the hope was that it would increase general interest in the affairs of the church. The main events of the year took place in the summer of 1919. Lady Florence recorded in her diary. 16th of June 1919. Meeting an evening at schools about war memorial in church. Rather stormy. It seems there were differences of opinion over the plans for the village war memorial. The memorial cross, erected by Lady Kelly on a piece of ground given by the Van Stuyten Neal family at the corner of Temple Lane, was dedicated by the Bishop of Buckingham, on June the 18th, 1919. Memorial service in church, then processed through village to cross for dedication. 
Bishop of Buckingham came. Most lovely. This was originally intended to be a private memorial. However, the Kelly family agreed to add the village names to it. This was not the official war memorial, which was to be in the church. 28th of June 1919. Peace is signed. Just heard from Captain Kelly. Special service and sermon for peace. Quite nice. Peace Day was celebrated on Saturday, July the 19th, 1919. Lady Florence wrote, Gloomy looking morning. Rain about 12. Peace Day. Festivities all over England. Grand procession of all troops. Navy and army. Air and wax and wrens. Through London. Paget's got seats at the Admiralty. That was Elizabeth, their daughter, and her husband, Major Leo Paget. Sir Henry Van Stotneel was the Assistant Secretary at the Admiralty at that time. In Bissom, a dinner was held for the soldiers and sailors. Seventy were invited and... Of the 46 attended, 32 were educated at Bissom School. And we were not a little proud of our boys. The meeting of old friends after they had all gone through was a great pleasure. The menu included roast beef and mutton, new potatoes and salads, sweets and biscuits and cheese with beer and minerals. And each guest was provided with an ounce of tobacco and a packet of cigarettes. The tables were prettily decorated with red, white and blue flowers by the ladies of the General Committee, who also decorated the room with flags and bunting. It had been arranged to transfer the tabling to the park after dinner, but owing to the rain, it was decided to hold the tea, which was given to all those residing in the parish, in the schools, using both the large rooms for that purpose. That would be the two large classrooms which were built in 1896 with a bequest from Augustus van Sittard. A cricket match was played and swings were erected for the children. Sports and tea went on all day, with as many as 300 enjoying the happy reunion. Rain fell gently during the afternoon, which made it necessary to have tea and games and dancing in the school. All the arrangements were most efficiently carried out by several committees. Tea was held in relays of a hundred persons, and the fare consisted of bread and butter, jam sandwiches, cake, rock cakes, and buns. Over a hundred children were given a peace mug, each as a souvenir. The tea was arranged and carried through in a splendid manner, being waited on by a most energetic band of ladies. After tea, Lady Van Stutneel gave the prizes to the successful competitors in the sports and said it gave her great pleasure to be amongst friends, and she hoped that everyone had enjoyed themselves as much as she had. The national anthem was sung, and many of the young folk participated in dancing until close to ten o'clock, Lady Florence recorded in her diary. Henry, Edith and I to Bissom. Dinner in schools, very pretty. E and I lunch at Vicarage. Games and sports in Warren. Dinner to returned soldiers, 49. Tea and sports for whole village. Had some rain, but not bad. Everyone enjoyed it. Tea in schools and dancing after till 10.30. We went home after giving prizes. It was a day which will be remembered for many a year. The cost of the celebrations was £66, 6 shillings and 10 pence, which was more than covered by subscriptions to the Peace Day Fund. 
£114, one shilling and a penny, had been raised, of which Sir Henry had contributed £30, and the Reverend and Mrs Farrer gave £5, and 112 smaller donations totaled £13, 12 shillings and a penny. The school had been working happily throughout the year, keeping up its old reputation. As many as six boys swam across the river in June and July, and the boys' boat was much in demand. A school treat was given on July the 24th, 1919. The chief entertainment was an hour or two spent in boats and punts and a visit to the Abbey. Tea and sport came later. And Mr Bedford's very generous supply of oranges and bananas was greeted with a noise as of the animals at the zoo at feeding time. School treats were often funded by the gentry. This one was most likely funded from the Peace Celebration Fund. According to old custom, parents living in Marlow who send their children to our school in Bissom are asked to give a subscription annually to the school manager's fund. This year, £1.17 shillings and sixpence was given by the eight parents towards the £61.13 shillings and tuppence that was spent to run the school for the year. The circulars asking for subscriptions to the War Memorial explain what it is proposed to do. The design for the War Memorial tablet by Mr Cogswell was approved. It will be... Framework of alabaster against the vestry wall, standing six foot nine inches in height and a tablet of black marble with the names of our 16 soldiers in white and gold. On either side of the tablet are to be the figures of St Michael and St George. We have every hope it will be a memorial worthy of the occasion, and of those whose names it will enrol with honour for many years to come. Many kind and generous gifts had already been received towards the memorial. All seemed to feel a pleasure in giving. In order to do honour to the men who died for us. Three of our most generous subscribers have, unasked, offered to do more if wanted. I tried to make this letter short, without much success. There are so many subjects which require mention. Indeed there are, and this year continues in another episode. With thanks of the parish, together with my own, and to all who have helped us in so many ways, I must conclude this long letter. I remain yours sincerely, W. Farrer. Thank you for joining me today. Listen again to find out what happens next in the war years. Discover more about the people of Bissom in the Village Stories and the Abbey History episodes.